Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Rolls Campaign 1. My name is Zach Browning. I'm the Dungeon Master and uh, guest host of this. Um, we are, unfortunately, missing Austin tonight, and uh, Nate may be joining us later. Uh, I would have uh, canceled tonight just simply because of how important the story is, but the, with the idea of Nate potentially making it, I went ahead and ran it. Um that's the whole reason I canceled last weekend. That and uh, scheduling conflicts, sound issues. There's a whole lot of bullshit going on last week. But anyways, we're here. Um, we're going to get into it pretty quickly here. Uh, hopefully the um, my lovely, lovely players aren't being degenerates as I unmute. Although we expect that by now. But. Uh, when it comes to announcements, there's not a whole lot going on. There are, uh, if you go to time to roll.com, there are, uh, spring like waterproof or like rain, rainproof jackets now with the time to roll logo on it. So if you want to go check that out, sound, sounds good to me. They're uh, pretty high quality and, uh, hopefully the pricing isn't too expensive. I don't really have a lot, have a lot of choice whenever I'm using the, uh, the, basically the third party reseller I'm using now. So unfortunately can't set my prices, but you know, those, those are really high quality and it'll be, and if you want to support us, it's the best way to do it. Anyways, let's get into it. Um, why do not, do I not have chat open here? Did it? Hmm. Oh, well, um, let me go ahead and switch over and we will get into this. Wow. Silence for once in my life. X. Scandal. Scandalous. Hmm. You love us. Mm-hmm. All right. A little bit of recap and then we'll uh we'll get right into it because there is uh a lot to get into. Um uh last we left off, you guys are traveling back from your time in Ebrax. Uh, all of you decided to uh, chart your course going back to Artemis, the city of peace, and also the capital city of Sylvania. So that way you could pick up uh, any payment that you could from Leon, as well as uh, just try to figure out what to do next. Um, unfortunately, about halfway through your trip, I believe it, yeah, it was Vaten, uh, gained information that Artemis had been attacked via a... Uh, a pseudo sending spell via an a, a seabird that he wrangled along with Ori. Um, we were able to find out that the the city had been attacked by a blue dragon. Uh, on flying your way through the skies, uh, heading south towards the city, you started to see smoke clouds pop up from nearby settlements and cities and towns, uh, all with seemingly blue flames and blue crackling marks being etched into the ground. Uh, once you got close to Artemis, you found yourself uh, being attacked by a strange person on, on dragon back, specifically on an on the back of an ancient dragon. Uh, you were, your boat was then attacked and uh, you fought against him bravely. Alara polymorphing him uh, into a rat. And then, uh, him being able, and then eventually he was able to escape with the help of his ancient blue dragon friend. Uh, all of you uh, feeling dinged up from the battle uh, decided to 
try to get a hold of Rosselor, the uh, the assistant uh, of um, of Leon, and at which Rosselor told you that Leon was in some form of comatose state and was not waking up. Uh, he had asked you to meet him at the Royal Library, and that's where we ended the session prior. Um, all of you are currently floating down on the small uh, yet well-made uh, air boats that uh, Captain Newgate provided to you. Uh, Captain Newgate, I believe, is yeah, he came with you and sent the Lily, the ship that all of you are on, uh, off south to, for repairs due to the uh, pending attack that was held on your boat from that mysterious man. Um, as you guys find your way down into the streets of Artemis, there's carnage everywhere. You you see dead people. Um, uh, there's all manner of there. There's all a matter of as gross as it is, body parts spewed out. Uh, you could tell that. Uh, well, let me let me pull up some ambiance. Stream is up, by the way, for sound. Um, you hear a just fire and uh, moaning and uh, groaning, and but you do see off in the distance as you as the boats touch down uh, into the streets of the once proud uh, royal district uh, of uh, Artemis. You see domes, magical domes seemingly constructed throughout the city. And you notice them from the sky. But as you land on the ground, you notice that these things are huge. They're... Best way, best way I could... Or best uh, comparison I could give them is the dome that you, all of you saw from the uh, aviation sanctuary in Ebrax. It was that level of size. Um, these domes are, are seem to be expanding out of nowhere. And one of them is currently coming from the Royal Library. Much smaller. Um, this one gr greener than the others. Um, and seems to have laces of gold shooting up through them. Um, all of you... Actually, I'm going to say, to kick it off, first roll in two weeks, um, can I have Vaten make a perception check, please? You most certainly can if I had remembered to actually open my character feet. I can make that happen. I'm currently pulling out my dice tray because I forgot to do that as well. So, yeah, I just pulled dice out too. Oh, there's a private roll. Send it to GM. That's fine. That works. Twenty-two. Uh, Twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two is the roll. You're aware of studio passive perception and just the overall arching distress of what's going on. You do know that there are multiple blue dragons within the vicinity. Um, gauge on how old they are, their power, their strength, how large they are. It's hard to tell. Um, with a 22, you do notice wormlings. Almost the size of um, Aragon. Um, I'm blanking on Squirtle's character's name right at this very second. Aiko. thank you. Uh, similar to Aiko's Dragon Aragon. Um, flying through the air, it seems like they're not necessarily looking down, but it seems like they're trying to catch things in the air, like birds and other 
small creatures that are flying away. Um, but you do hear. Do you, do you speak Draconic? I do. You hear in Draconic, muffled, it's quite a distance away, um, a voice, low guttural, um, kind of kind of sounds like they're gloating. And all, the only thing you can glean with a 22 is <laughs> showed them. But that's all you can really hear. Um, and you hear other random sounds. And, and you can hear what sounds like a conversation in Draconic between what seems like maybe two or three dragons um, conversing, but you can't hear them from where you're at. And they seem to be north of where you're looking, which is towards the library. Um, but their dragons are big enough and loud enough that their normal conversations would be like any human screaming at the top of their lungs. Um, but got it. Uh, this one, this one hears dragons, great ones conversing. This one cannot hear what they are saying, but can I use my big bunny ears to listen in? Yeah, roll perception <laughs> check. Isn't she part dragon? She is dragon blood, but not... Seven. Seven. You can hear low mumblings. And like you, you, you can hear... There's so much going on in this area. Now, we're still on the boat, page. We'll, we'll switch to the overall city map for you guys, just to remind you what the city looks like currently. Um, currently, you guys are here. You've landed in this section. So if you want to put down a token to mark where you are, just one, that's fine. Where you're hearing Vaten, where you're hearing these voices come from, seem to be down over the wall in front of you around here. And they seem to be conversing. Um, you do see this Royal, you do see the Royal Library and it. Oddly enough, there's pools of lava, pulling, uh, just rivers of lava, honestly. Um, forming around it but as it touches the dome and you can see this with your passive perception looking at it as it touches the dome it's as if the lava is disintegrated it dissolves into nothing um now uh, i would like all of you and i will roll for ori and beep since they are not here currently um make a group stealth check for me and uh before that happens ander i also have to roll for ander uh ander will cast pass without a trace so plus 10 to all stealth rolls oh boy uh beeps that's 25 sorry i gotta pull up beeps uh character sheet oh my god i rolled a sorry i missed did mine it's 29 29 okay <laughs> yeah all right, let me grab Beep. Let me grab Ori. And let me grab Ander. The stealthiest one there is like, hey, everybody, look at me. You have to add yeah, 10 to that, it. though. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah 20, 20, but... 20, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Nine plus... Uh, Beep is stealthy, luckily. He, he has a plus seven to stealth. Uh, it says 26 for Beep. And, oh, uh, 19 for Ori. Man, even when he's not here, he's rolling good. Um, although his stealth is 
Not great, um, but that's still a 33 for Ori. So, and then Ander, not so great. Uh, he has a plus seven to stealth as well. Ander rolled a, 20, a 23. So, so that leaves uh, me and Thaddeus as the loud ones with 20. <laughs> yeah, so overall you and feel... I can become quiet very quickly. Overall, you feel like you're 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 doing well. You're stealthing fairly well, and you feel like you're. Yeah, you are feel... we on the ground? You are on the ground currently. The boats, as they touch, you see them. You you heard them, but they're now shrunk down into the cube uh, that they were once held. And an Ander has picked those up and put them in his bag of holding. Um, but you're on the ground currently. You're looking in front of you. The royal library is in front of you. Um, who is holding Leon's uh, sending stone? Is that Elka? If I remember correctly, yeah, it's me. You hear a ding in your head, which is which is how sending stones work. By the way, uh, learned that the other day. Um, you hear a ding in your head, and it's coming from the sending stone. You gonna pick it up? Uh, yeah. Okay. On the other end, you hear the voice of Rosalor Hillish, uh, the assistant to Leon. Um, you hear him say, I don't know where you are. Uh, I hope you're okay. Um, if you've made landfall, do watch out for dragons. I know this is probably stating the obvious, but they're everywhere. Uh, once you, once you get to the Royal Library... Send me a message back on this stone, and I will open up the I will open up the barrier for you. Okay. I mean, we're we're basically there, right? Yeah. You're you're probably four or five hundred feet away. All right. I'm gonna relay that message to everybody. Like, all right, let's go. Okay. So all of you move forward. Um, Baten, he's not. Yes. You can still hear I'm me. I'm Good. Okay. You're just not on your camera. Um, yep. As you guys start to creep forward, you hear wing beats, large ones. Uh, you, As you get closer to the library, you look to your left, and you see a blue dragon smaller than the one that attacked you on the ship. <clears throat> from your guess, just from all the times you've maybe dealt with a dragon, it's about the same size as the one that you fought uh, outside of town, the bronze one that you fought when Alara was missing. Um, you could probably okay. gauge this is, this is either a really is getting to be an adult dragon or is an adult dragon. It's kind of looking um, at it's kind of looking in the general direction of the Royal Library and like baring its teeth. And with your passive perception, you hear it mutter, "That damn fairy." But it's looking um, kind of in the general direction of the Royal Library. Is it? It does not seem to have sensed us, though, right? Currently, you're currently or undetected, correct? Okay. Um, I'm going to be paying very close attention to that. Okay. And as soon as it seems like... Oh, but the plan was relayed um, about opening the dome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, long ears. Do we yeah. know if the dome opens a small section or if the entire one must collapse? I don't know, but I can ask. Do so. There is 
another great one over there that is regarding the library. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, I'll go look. Hey, there's another adult dragon out here. Uh, seems to be looking towards the library. Will it be safe for you to drop a shield or should we wait? It takes a second for him to respond. But you're... You should just be able to step through the barrier. I it doesn't work as a, as in the barrier opens like a doorway. It acts as if somebody is allowed inside of it. If you touch it and you don't tell me you're coming up, you'll be disintegrated. Well, we are ready now to very well come inside. And you, all of you, feel like a weird warm glow, uh, like a warm pulse come over your skin, or scales, in Vaten's case. Um, and uh, you look down, your your arms are all of a sudden emanating the same kind of color of the dome. Not like, it's not changing the color of your skin, it's just a very light hue. Please make a stealth check now as you go to walk in, but with disadvantage. Keep in mind with the plus 10. Did you see the note I put in there? Do you still want me to do that? Uh, no, you're fine. Okay. Although you are still emanating a glow. So I'm going to need you to roll stealth regardless. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's for the oh, people that aren't here. And Ander, that's 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 an 11, 11, and a 13. So. 30, I had a 36. Uh, 28 for beep. 30 for Ander, and a 25 for Ori. Let's see if the dragon sees you. Smells you is what he's going off of, which he rolls with advantage on that. Oh, boy. As you all go to take a... As you all go to... You're kind of at the corner of a building trying to run, and you're probably about 30 feet away. Uh, you're, see your, you see your skin start to glow. Vaten, and at this point, all of you, you hear heavy footsteps. You recognize these are dragon footsteps coming out uh, of the lava. Footsteps, right? Yeah. And you look over your left shoulder, and that same adult blue dragon who just rolled a natural 20 on his perception check looks at all of you. Fresh meat. And he's going to start rushing towards you. You're about 30 feet away. It's dark. I literally just fell over. Did you, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get back here. You fell? Were you running through yeah. your house? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Do you, yep. do you need we'll, a paramedic? We'll and a slick, slick fuller. No, I've had much harder falls. Don't worry. Um, okay, but the dragon is now starting to actively... He's about 100 feet away from you. And he's starting to full um, charge at you. Mouth open. I will go ahead and... Uh, I'll go ahead and cast an entangle. Um, okay. At the max range of 90 feet. You said he was... How far away? Sorry. He's about 100 feet away from you, but he's closing quickly. Okay. Yeah, so I will um, cast it such that he has to cross the entire uh, 20-foot square. Okay, and is that a... Uh, that, that just happens, right? That just reduces the speed? Uh, 
spell save DC of 16 uh, to be restrained by the entangling plants. Okay. Um, and it is difficult terrain in the meantime. Gotcha. So that's a strength saving throw, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, he, uh, yeah. he rolled a 26. So yeah, he I, makes the I save. did not expect that part. Um, <laughs> but he, he does get, he does get half speed, uh, on, on his feet as he realizes that he's trying to walk through vines. You see his wings start to flap. Now all of you are about five feet from the from the dome, and as he as he goes to take off, you see the lightning start to come from his breath. But you're able to just get into the dome as he's firing it off, and you uh, you, you enter the dome outside of the library, and you see this lightning beam just smack into the side of the dome, and then you just watch it dissolve away like Thanos snapped it. It goes right back to his mouth, and he just kind of looks around. <laughs> And then he storms off, and you just see him sit down and lay down and stare at you through the dome. And I don't know if I'd know this or not, but can we shoot through the dome at him? You can certainly try. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to attempt to shoot at him with my... um, Okay. Crossbow. He's at this point. He he has stopped. Uh, how how big is the entangled area? Is it uh, twenty feet square. square? Okay. He would stop and lay down right before, like right on the other side of it, and just sit down. Right. Yeah, closest to you guys. Yeah. And okay, he, so I'll just drop that. And he's just gonna. He's just staring at you, kind of with a half. Oh, I can't drop. Half half dragging grin on his face. Does anybody know if I can attack through shoot through this thing without killing myself? He's about sixty feet away from you, just so you're aware. He can't get in, so it's probably best just to leave him for now. I was thinking of a dragon suit, but yes, you're probably right. I'm gonna put down my arms. Vaten, you notice uh as all of you turn around to go towards the Royal Library, you notice two more heads pop up out of the lava. Of dragons of equal size walk up to him and lay down right next to him and just smile. Too much fun. Anyways, you make your way over to the Royal Library. Um, immediately, you see two humanoid men um, probably both around six foot to like six foot three. Um, you look at them, they're either half elf, uh, elvish or human. You can't tell because they have full, they're donned in full platinum looking, uh, very similar to the armor that Elka wears. Um, very like full plat, but it's all full plate, uh, helmets on. And as you walk through, you see them look at you, and one of them kind of stares at you. I don't know how you got through here. Uh, we're in, but, we're friends of Leon, and whatever cl- his helper's friend is. Cl- clearly, you are. You would have been disintegrated right on the spot. Um, very well. Um, 
we are going to have to ask Rosalore to come up here and get you because there's important people in this library. And I just need to need to vet who's coming through, doing my job. Understood. Important. Yes. Did you say pardon? It said how important. Oh, that's classified. I mean, we've been requested by the king before. You see a kind of a, a knot, like a like a head tilt. Looks at Ori. Looks at you, the tiefling. Don't judge my friend and me. I'll get him. And he'll turn around and the other. Um. Yeah, Thaddeus and. Honestly, yeah, Zane, because just because of who you are. Make a history check for me, please. History check. That's not terrible. Let's go see what my modifier is. Oh, it's really good, actually. Um, that's a. Uh... God, I'm rolling for crap tonight. Ten and then twenty-two. Twenty-two. Thaddeus, you grew up kind of in an area that is pretty distant from Artemis. Uh, however, Zane, just due to the nature of who you are and why and why you're traveling the world, you would recognize, as you take a look closer at the armor these people are wearing, um, you see a little, insem- a, a little uh, insignia on the shoulder that is kind of like a... Um, looks to be like a hammer. Um... In, like in a like a like a smithing hammer, and then behind it seems to be like a, an etching of the sun. And uh, you would recognize this emblem as an emblem that belongs to the paladins of Artemis. Uh, and you would immediately recognize that both of the people that are guarding this library are generally people that are meant to protect the king and queen. But it takes a second, and uh, eventually the not-so-familiar, because you've only seen him a few times uh, here and and around, uh, the image of Rosalor Hillish steps out. Uh, Tall, elven man, uh, probably can't tell with elves how old they are generally. Um, If you were to take a guess, he looks younger middle-aged, so... Equivalent to human around humans around 30, 35. Um, slender face uh, has a scar above his eye um, that looks fairly fresh. Um, and he's currently wearing green and gold robes. And he steps up. Oh, it's good to see all of you in one piece. Captain, and he'll look back. Ander, who's kind of sitting there whistling to himself, still kind of looking back, eyeballing the dragons. Oh, uh, oh, hey, Rosalor. Huh, good to see you. Yeah, can we shoot through this stuff at those dragons? I wouldn't advise it. Okay, thank you. Uh, you're especially if they're non magical, it, it'll just kind of disintegrate 
any and if it's magical there's a chance he'll get through from the inside uh from the outside it no chance um to be honest with you i don't even know how this barrier works uh my master put it up uh, well right before he bought that giant dragon um anyways this is not a this is not a good place for us to talk um i see you're in the capable hands of the good captain and he'll kind of like tilt his head at ander but come on come along it's okay and he'll like pat both of both of the uh the uh armored men uh on the shoulders you can let them through and he guides all of you into the Royal Library. As you step in, the Royal Library is not the same from the last time you remember it. Last time you were there, you saw open halls of marble flooring and marble pillars with books from, from uh, floor to ceiling. And as you step in, it is completely different. And at, and I'll show you how what that looks like. Um... <clears throat> First thing you see in front of you is a what seems to be a receptionist desk, um, and a wall behind him, uh, and a wall behind it. Uh, Rossalor looks at all the. Oh, uh, the library changes during wartime. This is the invention of my master, and uh, I would advise not wandering, if at all possible. As you step in, you are greeted with a uh, trees sprouting from the ground from the from stone. Uh, you look past in front of you a pond that has a what seemed to be an, a never-ending stream. Um, Rossler will look at all the. I wouldn't wander because I'm not allowed to wander, and I've known my master for two hundred years now, and he's never let me. Go anywhere by myself. The library changes during wartime or whenever I guess the master is unconscious or dies, I assume. Um, the magic, I'm guessing this is magic that he created as a failsafe, maybe? I don't know. All I know is that it's well defended and uh, it's probably the best place to be right now in the city. Um... I need to warn all of you, as you sit next to now the pond, um, my master, your patron, boss, or whatever you want to call him, friend, um, is in a comatose state that kind of baffles all of the healers in the capital. Um, we only have, I guess, hypothesis on why he is the way he is. Um, but none of those seem to be bearing any fruit. We've tried greater restoration spells. We've tried heal spells. We've tried all matter of high-level clerical healing magic and he just doesn't seem to be coming to um 
I fear that he may have overextended himself during the protection of the city. Um, currently, he's being held below the library um, along with the king and queen, uh, along with a few other important dignitaries and uh, a few emissaries from different countries that just happen to be unlucky enough to be here during this time. Uh, the reason why you're here in the first place and not somewhere else is that it seems my master trusted all of you. And yeah. I'm willing to honor that. Uh, in fact, I know you were essentially sellswords. Um, so here's your payment and he'll put down uh, seven bags of gold uh, down next to, uh, there's a little table uh, sitting next to this pond. And he put, here's 2,500 gold each. Uh, this is payment for whatever he, whatever job he sent you on last. Um, One I would like to personally smack him for, but you know, circumstances dictate that's not a good thing right now. And you just kind of get an get a inquisitive look from Rosselar. I I don't know if I want to ask. I'll tell you. Sure. And by the way, this is kind of what he, this is what he looks like. I will recant our tales of heading to Ebrax to uh, see my family and then deliver a monster heart to a fucking vampire who was an asshole. You'll just see him kind of like blink a little bit and uh, definitely do the do the face swoosh into the hand bit. So he's still dealing with old friends, I see. I wouldn't call that man a friend. Oh, he was a friend to Leon, apparently, at one point in his life. Um, I can't speak as to why or honestly whatever reason he would have to do with him as far as i was concerned he was that man was that torben that vampire was sealed off forever ago yeah you can thank my friend archer for that my uncle isn't the smartest around I'm starting to see connections where I didn't realize there were. Things are starting to make sense as to why my master trusted all of you so quickly. Your archers... They had a thing for me. That doesn't surprise me. He's a seductive, he's a seductive type. Uh, your archer's niece? I think it's because I'm cute. Uh, through marriage, he he married my uncle. Oh yes, I'm I'm aware of Elkis. Uh, he visits the city every once in a while. I did not realize they were married. Huh. Huh. Or you know, um, I'm willing to. I've gained permission from the king to show you where Leon is. I do need to warn you. There's a lot of hurt people where I'm taking you the king being one of them, and there's 
guards will be everywhere. And he'll kind of like glance at all of you. I try require additional healers. That would be helpful. Uh, could be of some assistance on that uh, front. That that would be helpful. There's plenty of members of noble families and, uh, like I said, emissaries and dignitaries and honestly, just random people that just happen to be close by. We brought them in here um, during the attack. But uh, there's some that are mortally wounded and there's nothing we can really do for them. We've tried to stabilize them and make their time, however much time they have left, um, as painless as possible. Um, but there's some that are that can be healed. The king currently, uh, and he'll look kind of at all of you. The king did battle. With Leon, not with Leon, but alongside Leon, um, and he unfortunately lost a limb. I can help with that. Many people have tried. Uh, no, I can no, help with that. He's good. Let me tell you, this man can. This man can make a spitter of a rapier. I. That's, that's a weird way to phrase that. I, I'm an artificer. I can make him a new limb. That probably wouldn't be shut shut down. We've tried casting all, all sorts of... I just require materials. We've tried casting all sorts of regeneration-type magic on the king, but for some reason the wound from the dragon they fought uh, aren't closing up very easily. Um, we've been able to stop the bleeding, uh, but nothing is seems to be growing back like they normally would. Um Thaddeus and uh, Zane make another history check for me. Oh, that's even better. 27. I'm just... Thaddeus, you have general knowledge of who the king and queen are because you grew, you grew up in Sylvania, but you also kind of grew up outside All of the... Over. Yeah, well, all over, to be fair, but also outside of the realm of really the reach of the king and queen. The You would, uh, you probably know this because of the, generally, any forests that elves inhabit uh, generally don't really get touched by any royal hands. Uh, they're generally seen as city-states or uh, other... Um, communities that are individually governed by themselves. But um, Zane, you would know just from study, from being in boring meetings with your mother um, to just hearing talk about Sylvania, um, you would know that the, uh, the king is the head paladin of the paladins of Artemis. And you would also know that the queen, um, is a very, very talented, older elvish woman who has been a cleric, uh, of the, um, mine's blanking right now. Where's my pantheon? 
you know that she's a cleric of the of Eldath, the Peacebringer, um, and she's been a cleric for many, many, many years now. Um, and so hearing that her magic wouldn't work on regenerating is concerning. Um, but Razor looks at all of you. Now, the king has requested that I brief you on what happened on his behest due to his inability to sit up for very long. Apparently the amount of blood he lost has made him weak and uh, he has a hard time keeping his head off the pillow. Um, but I will, I suppose I should let you know what has happened. About Two weeks ago, um, it was a normal day here in the royal city, or in the royal capital. Um, we were going about our daily business, and all of a sudden, a, the, what seemed to be a sunny day turned into a rainy day. Clouds started to form on the horizon, and with it came... Thunder and lightning. Was it very, very frightening? It was. Actually. <laughs> Galileo. Scaramouche. <laughs> How do you know my uncle? Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, <clears throat> according to the king, um, he was out on his balcony uh, sipping tea with his wife and... Uh, a dot appeared in the sky that seemed to be coming at a speed that was not normal. Um, then everything went blank for the king. He can't remember what had happened, but all he remembers is waking up to his paladins and his wife, the queen, doing battle with a man, large man. Uh, in fact, apparently he was as large as our Minotaur friend here, uh, scat in dragon like armor. Oh uh, yeah. We encountered that guy. So he was still around as we feared. Uh, he wasn't doing so hot after he left us. <laughs> That's encouraging to hear. Um, anywho, uh, he woke up to find his paladins being cut down one by one by this man. Uh, and he was able to get up and face this man by himself um, and drive him off to a certain degree. Unfortunately, the as you probably saw, the castle is not in a great shape anymore. Um, most of that was destroyed by that man's onslaught. Um, I do not know who this man is. The armor he wore, I have no knowledge of. And the dragon he rode seemed to care about him as if they were best friends. Uh, and they fought the king valiantly. And the king fought valiantly. And eventually he just disappeared. And we were 
at that point, Leanne and I were notified, and that's when all hell broke loose. Was um, it a little man that was sitting on top of the dragon? Well, there was a large man sitting on top of the dragon. That's the person who the king was fighting. All right. Uh, the king decided that it would probably be best to evacuate the the the, the castle. Um, and as the evacuation started, the clouds cleared, and with it. Hurricanes came. All of us were taken off guard, especially Leon, by what we saw. A dragon so large that it canceled out the sun. Its wings probably expanded anywhere from 700 maybe a thousand feet long this is bigger than any dragon I'd ever seen in my life and the reason why the city is as it is now is because of one dragon breath and Interesting. in the blink of an eye we found ourselves which I now realize going face to face with a sleeping giant um something from the fracture um one of the original creations the dragon that attacked this city is named Uldragas. he's known as the raging sunderer and he's one of the great worms of the fracture as to why he is awake and attacking a city we are unaware this dragon was seen last seen a millennia ago when the fracture started. Um, he was used by some of the gods as a basically a a spearhead to start the fracture, along with three of his brethren, the other great worms. Um, he was thought once thought lost to history. No one had seen him for again over a millennia. And then he ended up here on our doorstep. Leon and King Xavier were able to regroup and along with the help of myself and um, Tomeskeeper Thornick and a few of our brave paladins and the queen herself with healing us during this battle were able to maybe stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with this beast. Although I have my doubts. The beast seems sluggish after it used its one breath attack. And it seemed like it wasn't 100%. And its claw cleaved off the king's arm. Um... Leon, my master, was able to fend it off and while protecting what was left of the populace. But almost as sudden as the dragon appeared, it disappeared. And flew west. 
we sent notification to Valencia and the Queen of the Empire. Um, but there's been no word from her since. Um, this was a week ago. Um, I have now gained information that towns all around us have been attacked by dragons and farm fields burned to cinders and livestock dragged off to who knows where. And currently our chain of command is as thin as ever. We're barely holding on. So with all that in mind, I will, I will take you down to see Leon. He won't wake up. I mean, maybe he will. <laughs> We're lucky, eventually. But the king has some knowledge to impart to you. Potentially some tasks that you may be capable of doing. I honestly don't know because I have enough on my hands. And at this point, all of you look around. And peeking into other rooms, you see... Refugees. Spray. This area seems to be cleared. But as you start to look around, you start to notice more things in disarray. Uh, more than they already are, because this is not how the library normally looks. But you look around and you see blankets being stacked up. You see barrels of water t tipped over. You start to look and you see children crying. Um, some of them without parents. Uh, and it's pretty fucking horrendous. All things considered. And uh, will, go ahead. Will we be safe to rest here tonight? This one would like to know if he should maintain some magical energies beds can be arranged um it's not going to be comfy and he looks right at ori <laughs> um anything's better than nothing right now the majority of the library those that aren't trapped and or not under my control are the the ones that are the rooms that are under my control currently are being used as well housing for those that were lucky enough to escape in here before the barrier was raised. I'm been, I've been told by uh, Tomeskeeper Thornick that the southwest of the city is under his control currently, and he has barriers that he's raised himself, and he's currently doing what he can to ease the minds of those that he's been able to save. Um... If I were to estimate our our city's population is probably half, but that's all unconfirmed. None of us have left the barrier since it was raised. Oh, it's bad out there. I've looked out the I've looked out the door. Oh, I've seen it from the sky. Did you see perchance see any groups of people that were not within a barrier? No. Then it's as I feared. 
Okay. Well, our best bet right now is to hear what the king has to say, since apparently he really wants to see all of you. But I'll leave that up to him. Um, you all be under close supervision, of course, and that's out of my control. The paladins are very um. Well, they treat their king as if they as if it, as if he were a father, and they protect him with their lives. So. Oh, should they? Yes, he's a good man. And I think it would be beneficial to all of you to at least hear out, hear him out and see what he has to say. Now, obviously, this isn't your. This isn't your problem. This is me speaking candidly. You I wouldn't blame you if you heard out, heard him out what he heard, what he had to say and. Basically told him to, as they say, fuck off. But this one has more decorum than that. Indeed. Well, not always, but yes. The point I am trying to make is I wouldn't blame you if you just turned right around and escaped the city and never came back. But with the lack of resources we have in terms of manpower and quickly running out of provisions any help we can get would be helpful and thank and thanked graciously even if we ran now we'd have to fight this eventually that is true how are provisions you mentioned they are low we have enough to last everyone in this library including yourselves I'd have to look myself, but probably another two weeks. And as you saw, anytime anybody tries to approach the stone, there's dragons breathing down their necks. So trying to leave is doable for someone like myself who has the ability to go unnoticed, but I'm only one man. And a lot of the people in here are not powerful. Uh, we only have maybe half the paladins left, to my knowledge. Maybe some are still alive out there doing their duty and protecting the civilians. But we're kind of at a stalling point. A rock in a hard place, as they say. Um, but I will speak for myself, but possibly for the group. I think most of us would be willing to help you, but there's generally a cost, and we'd like to make sure that oh. as our goodness is received, it is compensated. The king brought that up, knowing who you are and what you've done and seeing your, as you almost single-handedly took care of about half of the short arm gang by yourself. Um, 
Uh, he he's aware about one and a half arms worth. <laughs> and he'll you'll just see him kind of laugh laugh. First first time you've seen a smile crack on his face since you've seen him. Um he'll look at all of you. Compensation will be no issue. Just because we're running out of food does not mean the king's coffers have ran dry. Even um, though the castle's gone? Oh, you, some of it was destroyed, for sure, but not all of the country's resources are kept in one place. Specifically, our gold reserves, reserves are definitely not kept on, all in the castle. Um, but hear, out, hear him out, what, see what he has to say. Um, if you decline, that's your prerogative. There's going to be no ill will. Um, but I get the sense that the king is just trying to keep on a brave face. So keep that in mind when you see him and well, it's up for him, up to him, but the room for pleasantries have any room for pleasantries have gone out the window due to the fact that he can hardly speak himself. Just don't do anything that could get you cut up by a paladin and you'll be fine. You said it was his arm, right? That he lost? His right arm, yes. Okay. Good to know. Could replace it with the left arm. Why would... Never mind. Um, I... Follow me. And he'll... He'll he'll put out his hand and you'll see the, the center pond... You'll see the water start to drain as he puts out his hand. And a staircase starts to show as it drains. Um, I'd never get used to using that magic, but here we are. And you just see him start to slowly drain. And then a as it gets down to the bottom, you see him lift his hands up and a ball of water shoots up out of the what seems to be the, the entryway and, st- and just goes right above where your heads would be as you go down the stairs and just stays there animated, spinning. After you. I'd hurry. This doesn't last very long. I'd... Yeah, I'll start making my way down. Okay. Yeah. Walking fast. I'll follow. Don't you start this magic. <laughs> Not here. Fucking hell. <sighs> Anyways, you guys make your way down there. Hey, it's a heavy situation. I'm we aware. Need some sort of humor going on. <laughs> I'm aware. And you find yourself in the bottom chamber. You're currently here. Bottom corner. You walk in immediately, you're stopped by paladins. And as, and as that happens, you see Rosalor almost. As he walks down the stairs, he's not exactly walking. He's like kind of floating down the stairs. Just maybe a good six inches off the ground. Uh, and as he as his feet land, he puts his feet down. Gentleman is okay there with me. And you see one of the paladins look at you. He looks like an old man. Probably... 70 something year old human man white beard 
Um, let's see. I apologize. Just as you know, everything is wound tight here, but continue on. Take it easy, big guy. We're here to give the king a hand, literally. Zach, can you drag me in? I can't. Yeah, sure. Fuck you guys. So there's beep. And there's Ander. And then there's Thaddeus. Don't forget Laura. Laura's already there. Oh, forget her, <laughs> her icon chain. Oh, yeah. All of you look around and it's pretty musty down here. Um, it seems like this area has not been used in a long time of the library. But you do see guards, paladins, city guards, the ones that are people that are not adorned in the armor of that the paladins wear. Uh patrolling the hallways and just kind of all giving you a, a side glance. But as soon as they see Rosalor, they kind of just continue on looking around. Uh, Rosalor will be like, it will just say, follow me. Um, and if the paladins, any of the paladins give you any issues, just kindly let them know that you are friends of the king and mine. And Ander will kind of like smirk at him and start just walking. Are you invisible right now, Thaddeus? I just went invisible. Rosalor would have absolutely noticed this given his passive perception. Uh, are you trying to do this sneakily or are you just going to flip the hood up and go invisible? I'm just going to flip the hood up and go invisible. Rosalor, um, that's ill advised. Remember I said don't do anything that could get yourself cut up by a paladin? Well, they have to see me first. Just, please. All right. And Anders already passed earshot. He's kind of waltzing down the hallway. Razzler, or come along then and start trying to catch up to Ander. Mr. Newgate, I swear. <laughs> you guys obviously get the sense that they know each other. Um, but all of you make, making your way um, up that way. Uh, and they guide you up the hallway to the left. And uh, as you start to look, there's as you go down the hallway, to the left is one door. You peek in, it seems to be a war room of ty of sorts. A makeshift one. And to your right are all sorts of um, side rooms and what seem to be cots laid out. Uh, with s most of them empty currently. Um, but as you... I'll just drag all of you. <laughs> as you finally make your Somehow went missing there from that pack. I don't know how. Did I really? Huh. Well, Rosler will time, time travel. Rosler will uh, will step up and the doors. Oh, you know, it shows the door open and the door is closed and he'll kind of knock. Um, my leash. Uh, the group of adventurers that you were so excited to meet are finally here. Um, Leon's charges. 
and you'll hear from the room a female voice chime in. We'll send them in. Uh, probably best to keep your voice down. The king is sleeping. Yes, my lady. And, uh, he will open up the door and step in. And all of you, in front of you, you see a thin, um, probably average height, 5'6", five, 5'7", five, uh, elvish woman, uh, silver hair, bright blue eyes. Um, as you look at her closer, you notice that one eye, her left eye is emerald green, and her right eye is sapphire blue. Um, she looks over all of you in a, not in a pompous way or anything of the sort, but almost in a motherly looking way. And she'll look at all of you. Hello. Um, Hello, my lies. My, uh, I understand you've, you've been brought down here to, um, see the, see Master Leon and my husband, um, my, uh, my apologies, uh, introductions are in order, and, uh, she'll kind of, like, bow her head. My name is Shira Oranen Cirrus, also the... I happen to hold the title of queen of this great nation. Um, and he should turn around and you'll see a human man, um, probably in his early thirties, um, maybe late thirties going part peeking into his forties. Uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, he'll look up and kind of lean up missing his right arm in a in more of a uh white and red and gold robes short brown hair fine cut brown beard with a mustache uh amber eyes you look over hello um <clears throat> sorry i see all of you have made it here Better than most. My name is King Xavier Cirrus. Um, and I'm the one that called you to this... Sorry, Razalor shit... Hole. Um... All of you in front of you, as soon as you walk in, you see... A very familiar face of... Head Librarian Leon. Currently, eyes closed, tucked very neatly into the bed, um, his long blonde hair stretching down uh, underneath, the, uh, underneath the sheets, sleeping. You see his chest slowly start to raise and fall. Uh, he is breathing. Um, Vaten, you would notice that it is a shallow breath with your passive perception. Uh, not mm. breathe, not breathing like a normal person, but um, well, uh, but it doesn't seem like there's any immediate danger of him just conking out, right? By the looks of it, I mean, you can make a medicine check if you want to inspect him closer. Um, yeah, but the, uh, just from what I can tell, 
just from what I can tell with where I'm at and everything. I don't want to like go over and inspect them or anything. You could clearly tell he's in some sort of comatose state. Okay. Uh, you've never seen anybody be in a comatose state, but knowing the meaning of it and knowing what it entails, he's just as he looks like he's asleep, but not exactly in the healthiest way. Um, the queen will kind of like walk over and sit on this bed. My okay, Thaddeus. Yes. Thaddeus is going to move forward. Okay. He's going to kneel on one knee and put his head down and say, Hello, sir, King Thaddeus Sterling from the Elmwood Forest in the House of Auburn at your service. Well, I'm sorry, Yusura. Mr. Sterling, or Starling. No need for pleasantries at this time, but thank you for your service, and I hope your father is doing well. Different story. Let's just talk about the future here. <laughs> Very well. Insight check for him. I see. Very well. And he'll kind of like set up and immediately the queen will reach across. Oh, dear, you, you can't be sitting up like this. <sighs> Nonsense. These people have come a long way to come speak to me and I'm the one that requested them. They can at least see my face. And he'll stand up and sit up and as, you, as he sits up, you realize this guy's tall. He's probably sitting... It's hard to gauge from someone just sitting up in his bed, but he could be anywhere as tall as six foot eight, six foot nine. Uh, tall, very tall for a human man. Um, and he'll kind of like, <sighs> as all of you know, um, our great city has been attacked. I did my best to ward off the dangers, but... <laughs> As you can see, as he points at the nub of his right arm that's wrapped up in bandage and gauze. That only lost me an arm and lost me one of my most trusted advisors and friends to whatever afflicts him. I may be able to help with your arm. I am aware of your capabilities, Mr. Rona. Um, and if you are willing to make it prosthetic for now that is serviceable I would appreciate it you may need to consult my doctor as he looks over to his wife <laughs> I will at the lady's behest we can and you'll just see her smile we can talk about that later Mr. Rona <clears throat> I know this is our first meeting and I wish it was more our, our meeting was more in a official um, stance and maybe in the throne room or over a nice dinner. Um, unfortunately, the tides of fate or the teeth of a giant dragon thought once lost to history um, said otherwise. But regardless, we are here now. And 
And you see him kind of sit up and swing his legs out from underneath the blanket. And sit up straight in the bed. And you'll see him kind of hunch over. Definitely tell he's more in a weakened state than most men are. But he'll kind of catch himself and put his hand on the bed. And he'll kind of guide himself to his feet. I have a formal request. Not only as the king of Sylvania, but also as a son of this great city. And also as its protector. There is a means to an end that I am incapable of achieving myself. As you can see, I'm not in the best of shape. And even if I was in the best of shapes, it'd be hard to do alone. And he'll stand up without... He'll stand nice and tall, and he is very tall for a human. Now that he stands up, he's probably encroaching closer to 6'10 or 6'11. There is an item that is a myth, but it's the only lead we have to get that man, and he'll point at Leon, and myself, and many other injured people in this fine city, back to fighting shape and to where we can potentially drive this horde of lizards out of my city. No offense, and you'll look right at you, Vatan. I was going to say, no no facial expression change. Just a, a nod. There's, out of curiosity, have any of you ever heard of a gem called the Core Deorum? I'd like Zane... Elka and Thaddeus, as well as Bean, not Bean, Beep. Bean. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong character. I was thinking, I was like, no, Lara wouldn't know it. And then Lexi's other character's name is Bean. So brain doing oopsie. Uh, Beep. Uh, I'd like all of you to roll history check. Uh, Bean would probably be a, uh, a bard that plays a horn of some sort. Bean is a... Ken- in my estimation. Bean is a Kenku bard that plays, uh, I think, of kazoo. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I think she has a drum. Um, uh, all of you rolled. Elka, you would you would have heard the name before. Um, and Beep rolled a five, so he he has no idea what it is. Uh, but Elka, going off of and Zane with a fourteen. I mean, it's not like it's it's hidden knowledge, but it is from a time that is pre-fracture. Um, okay, you would know the name in the sense that you've heard it before. You know that it's a gem of great importance that was once hidden away by the five great dwarven kingdoms. But you don't know what it does. It's true purpose. You've never heard anything about that. You've also never heard of how they were made or where they came from. 
the king will look at all of you and kind of recognize the the recognition of of the name from Elka and Zane. But he'll look out Accorde Orum is a set of five precious gems. Uh, believed to be imbued with divine energies of the Renatus, which, for those of you who are unaware of the Pantheon and the rule and the rules of the world, the Renatus are those of the creator gods that are considered the redeemed, um, also known as the creator gods that chose to fight along humanity during the fracture instead of a fight against it. They are said to be created. They were said to be created by the legendary dwarven smith, Osnit Emburn. About 25 years prior to the fracture. And they were seen as a goodwill or a good graces from the Peacebringer, Eldath. Um, these gems, these core deorum, loosely translate to the heart of the gods. Um, according to legend, these gems have the ability to restore someone fully with just one touch. They also have the ability to regrow limbs. Your diseases maybe even brings back some someone from the dead. Maybe even someone from a coma. It is rumored that Osnick gifted these five gems to each of the five Dwarven Lords to hide within their great halls of stone. Their actual whereabouts are either strictly guarded, uh, lost to history, or just plain out unknown. Um... I am unaware of where one of these lie, although I can only take a guess. To the north side, and he'll, like, kind of point to uh, the map. Uh, there's a world map sitting curled up uh, on the table. Um, to the north side is the Rania Trench of... Floor. It lies within the uh, within the Badlands of Zagreus, um, and I'm aware of a dungeon, if you could call it that, that stretches for miles, and my theory is that those very dungeons are connected with one of the last great Dwarven Keeps and home to one of the original Dwarven Lords. The place that you'll be... that you potentially be going to is named Arundur. Um, it hides within the northern Alps of the Anacharis Mountains. However, there's rumors that the Caves of Rania are connected to their great halls. And many believe that great riches lie within those caves. And I 
am one to believe that potentially these core one of these cordeor may lie within that cave. Or it could be under lock and keep by the dwarves of Arandur, but your guess is as good as mine. Uh, Rosalor, you stated that you had once studied these gems, correct? And you'll see Rosalor kind of like peek up. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I I had done a fair amount of study on these gems, but most of the study come from stories of hearsay and most people don't even recognize that these were created and these are just myth. But if it exists, it could turn the tide of what's going on here in Artemis and across Sylvania or across the world. A gem that has the ability to heal all wounds, cure all diseases, maybe even bring people back from the dead. At the very least, still. Help us in our fight against these dragons and driving them out of our city. And you'll just see the king kind of hold up his his left arm. Uh, and just kind of hold at him to calm down a little bit. Um, I'm aware that these gems may just be myth. But if you were to say... Go and find me one of these gems. And follow the trails that were once forgotten. I don't even know how I'd be able to pay you. I'm... I'm aware you all do work for coin. Yes? Well, most people do. Understood, but there are certain people out in this world that do work, dangerous work for coin. I can't, I can't guarantee your safety on this. I can't guarantee anybody's safety anymore. With all due respect, sir, life can't guarantee any safety. Every day you walk into a maze and not know whether you'll finish it and come out at the end. Some of us not only work for coin, but we work for knowledge. And you're very right. Well, I have... Uh, I have an official request from the throne of Sylvania. You can... I have multiple requests, and if you'd like to uh, speak on them in private and think about what you'd like to do, that is perfectly fine with me. I'm not going anywhere. As he kind of sits back down on the foot of the bed. But the first mission is to follow the trails of whatever trails can be found with Rosalor's help and the full extent of the knowledge of this library and to figuring out where to find one of these Cordae Orums. 
if you successfully find this gem, not only will I pay you as much gold as I can muster, I'm even willing to give you all of you lordship if you want it. Uh, well, I'm not from here. That's not really worth it in my case. There's... It's no matter if you are a... If you're a sworn-in noble of this... of this country, you gain free passage through all checkpoints throughout the country. You gain free passage into every city that has a toll. Uh, and you gain power that you didn't once have going to other countries and potentially going for other work. You can flash the fact that you're a noble of Sylvania and they all of a sudden will trust you a little more. Um, the other thing I'm willing to offer is a keep. Go on. Interesting. A, a keep that can be built anywhere within Sylvanian territory. And the rightful deed will be signed over to all of you. You can use this as a home base of operation. You could use it as a... You could sell it. Um, but along with this keep and a lordship granted to all of you, you will also be granted vast amounts of land around said keep if it is within our purview. Already. Other thing I can offer, and by the request of Rasselor, is access to all knowledge that is kept within this library. Stuff that not even most people know exists. If you find wow. this gem, all of that can be yours. Now we are on the same page. Now, I cannot offer you anything more than what I what is in my was right in front of me. When it comes to gold, along with the keep, the title, and the knowledge, as Mr. Starling expertly put, um the tone of 10,000 gold pieces per person as well as all of the things I just stated would be nothing if you found this gem. But if it's too much, too much to ask, too much to um, ascertain and with too little time, I understand if you say no. I do have other options that you could take. Someone needs to find that man, that dragon rider, and I'd be willing to pay you to find him. Oh, we almost killed him. You almost killed him. 
he luckily got away. Interesting. So his armor can crack. My arrow or bolt literally was centimeters away from his demise. Yes, he got very lucky to even get away from us, but such is life. Then maybe you're all cap more capable than I originally thought. That I would agree with. If you chase him down and find him, if you kill him, I'll pay you 3,000 gold per person. How about four? Make a persuasion check. Three for a, three for a dead man's head is all I can offer. They are hurting, Thaddeus. It's a bit rude. I understand. Let me just but confirm one thing with you, my lord, sir. And what would that be? As I have told you, I am with the House of Auburn. Okay. They are to know nothing of my presence, my whereabouts, or who and what I am serving at the moment. I kind of understood that from one look at you. The only individual, and I will write his name on parchment, that I will give you permission to know of my existence is a man named Noetic. That can be arranged. Also a noble from the House of Auburn. Very well. I am not I I'm not really worried about what the reward is going to be. Um However, if you bring him in alive, 10,000 gold per person. Ooh. It's, I'm not going to lie. That may be extremely difficult. Hence why the jumping pay. What if we bring him in just with DNA? I don't know how... Uh, strand of the man's hair will do any good. I'm, I'm talking about his head. Well, 3, then he, well, then he would be dead. So 3,000. And alive is four. Ten. 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 Oh. Ten per person. Your other option, which I, well, I can tell by the body language of your large friend, Maybe more tempting. Per young dragon slayed in the city, I offer a thousand gold pieces per dragon. Per adult dragon slayed, I offer two thousand gold per dragon. Per ancient dragon slayed, I offer four thousand gold per dragon. And that's not per person, that is per dragon. 
that offer stands until all of these dragons are gone. If I'm being honest with you, I hope you think diligently and thoroughly through these options. There are other things that need to be done. However, I have other people that are willing to take on those jobs. Uh, these, on the other hand, I find are more up your alley. But correct me if I'm wrong. This one would prefer not to hunt the great ones. Yeah, the gem seems pretty uh, up our alley. Well, no need to make your decision now. I have been notified that you're looking for some rest, and he kind of looks at you, Vaten. Looks at all of you. Yeah, I, I, I look pretty rough. I, can, I also look pretty rough. <laughs> I can see all of you are... I just look pretty. I look pretty alright. I can see that all of you are a bit banged up from your experience coming into the city. Find... Anywhere you can rest. Rest for the night. Speak together on what you think you should do. And let me know. Just simply knock on the door. Or have Rosselor guide you here. And I'll, I'll, I'll be more than willing to speak about it. This one will spend some time healing others and in the morning we'll spend some magic to provide food for us looking at all of the party okay that would be appreciated if I, i've heard that you well i assumed you had some healers in your party due to the type of work you do if you're willing to aid our clerics and helping them heal those that are down here It'd be much appreciated. Um, anyways. Think about it. I'm not going anywhere. All of you have a wonderful uh, night. Before I go, mm -hmm. I would like to measure, if you're willing, your arm. By all means. That's not his arm. I'm going he, to. He's got one push arm Thaddeus still, Thaddeus. You out dick. of the room. <laughs> he's got a, another arm. I would like to match it. Oh, I'm sorry. Confused. Go lay down. Yeah, go lay down. He brought my family up. I'm a bit shaken. You'll just hear him whisper under his breath, have him killed. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Kill um, that one. That one, dead. Okay, yeah, so he'll hold out his left arm, and is this all you need? Yeah, I'm just going to do some quick measurements. Okay. Take out a little thing and do some drawing quick. Make a intelligence check, just to see if, if you... Uh, I'd say just, just overall... Uh, being able to get everything down dimension-wise and being able to make sure that the at least the blueprints aren't fucky. <laughs> uh, 16? Easy enough. 
you've done this before. Uh, not maybe not measuring a whole arm, but you do understand dimensions and the circumference of an arm and digits and stuff. Having to repair Thaddeus's body before, uh, but yeah. So you feel you feel as though you've you've done everything you can to take down the the right measurements and blueprints and whatnot. I appreciate any help you can give me, and I will pay you for that as well. Uh, yeah, I will have it ready by the morning. That quick. It is not as hard as it seems for my trust, type. <laughs> trust me, he's good. I thought you were gone. You are gone. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> Very well. Good day, Mr. Rona. Good day. And Razzler will kind of like follow all of you out. So, um, uh, all the rooms to your left are pretty much not taken. There's a few that are, um, some sick people, some injured people. Um, please take your pick. Uh, there's also the chapel that you can rest in if you'd like to do that. There's also maybe a few couches here and there open for our more larger uh, friends. And he'll look right at Ori. Ori will just kind of nod and give him a thumbs up. Uh, Beep, Beep will like kind of like kind of wander off into one of these rooms and just kind of curl up. Um, or not curl up, but you'll see him start to write on a piece of paper. Uh, and as he starts to write it, he will walk out again, walk right up to you, Elka, hand you the piece of paper, and then turn around and go straight back into the room he was in. Uh, I will note. It says on it, the gem sounds cool. Okay. And... Sounds like beeps in. I'm down to find the gem. I'm just gonna like waltz off into this room quick, grab a couple of scrap pieces of wood that I can work. <laughs> Ander will kind of like look at Rosalor, smile at him. It's good seeing you, old buddy. Those robes don't suit you at all. Rosal will be like, what do you mean? And Andrew will walk off, flipping him off behind him. And he'll... Is there more to that comment? <laughs> make an insight check. I just did. Mm. 19. 19. You get the sense that Ander and Rosalor have known each other for a while and... There's potentially a time when Rosalor was not exactly the person he is now. You glean from that, but okay. Hander will find an empty bed and pass the fuck it because he's also really hurt. <laughs> Everyone, find a room, and we can meet in the morning. Or he will give a thumbs up and 
take Alara and look at you, Alka. Can she stay with you tonight? Of course. And he'll hand Alara down to you. Uh, and you'll see Ori wander off down the hallway. I'll take Alara into... And she and I can curl up on the bed together. We should both fit. And because Nate isn't here, I won't do anything that I know he would do right now, but you will see uh, Ori kind of... If any of you follow him or try to follow him, you'll see him go up the stairs, up into the main library area. Uh, and as he does that, one of the paladins was that old paladin. Hey, it's full of water, and Ori, I, I got this. <laughs> and Ori will go up the stairs, and you won't see him for a while. At least you won't see him right now. But he's off the map. Um. Rosselor will kind of just like shrug his shoulders <clears throat> and like walk into the uh into the what looks to be the war room and sit down at one of the chairs and start talking to one of the paladins who's also sitting there and pointing at a map and stuff. Um before Rosselor goes, um I'll ask him to point me towards the, you know, somebody whoever's coordinating healing efforts. Okay, yeah, he'll um, he'll point you... Uh, now, I don't want tokens for all the injured people. Uh, he'll point you to what looks to be a silver-haired, silver-skinned woman who's this around here. Seems to be sitting and uh, reading a book with glasses on, her arms. Um, see, she has, like, leather gloves on, and those leather gloves have blood on them. And she seems like she's taken one glove off and she's flipping pages with her right hand while her left hand's just kind of resting there. You could clearly see blood on her. Um, she's she's just uh, going and going. Do you approach her? Yes. Okay. She sees you. Oh, hey there. Uh, you're, you're new here. Greetings. Yeah. This one's group is passing through. This one has... Healing magics. Oh, he would like to assist. Oh, please, yes, that would that would be wonderful. Uh, as you can see, I'm a little messy, um, and I'm on my break. Uh, so please, uh, go right ahead. If you uh, if you go out this hallway and turn a left, you'll see the the chapel, and there's quite a lot of people there that could use your help. Uh, there's some that are probably already dead, unfortunately. But I did my best to. Um, I'm a cleric, but not that good of one. This one will do what he can. I appreciate and it. For literally the, I think, only time, because I'm very cautious of spell slot usage, I'm going to dump all of my spell slots into healing spells to help okay. as many people as possible. How many spell slots is that? Just out of curiosity. Um... Total or by level? Um, so Cure Wounds is a level one spell, yeah? Yep. Um, tell me how many, tell, tell me how many each of each you have. Um, 
I say that and I'm actually not going to dump everything just because I, as soon as I said that, I was like, ah, that does not feel right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and dump three level ones, one level two, two level threes, and two level fours. Okay. So you walk in and spread out all throughout the chapel are cots close to the ground, like bedrolls. And uh, on them are townspeople, uh, some dressed in more wealthy looking clothing. Some of them dressed in what you would wear, um, more of a shawl or a, like a hood over or rags, um, not rags, but clo- like commoner clothing. Yeah, um, commoner, yeah. And you look around and there's probably about 40 people in here. Um, and uh, some of them are, make a general, general perception check for me. You know, you're, you're passive perceptions and say, nah, yeah, that's why uh, you are <laughs> able to expertly figure out which person needs, which, um, without any issue, just by glancing at them with that natural 20 perception. Um, you're looking around and you see a kid who has cuts and scrapes all over him. He's kind of bleeding. Um, you pump a level one into him and he seems to be fine. Um, you see an elderly gentleman who's still breathing, uh, definitely shallow of breath. You got to pump a level four into him and that immediately brings him back up to where he's feeling better. Uh, you look straight at this older woman who's just sitting right next to him and you could tell that she is dead. Um, she seems to have passed away in her sleep. Uh, so you skip past her. And uh, eventually you find your way through healing those that you can, notifying... Well, will you? would you notify people of, of the deceased? Yep. Okay. Yeah, notifying and the... It's going to gonna be pretty brutal as far as, like, that one is, that one is dead. Yes. And then just move on. Yeah. Like no, notifying the few clerics that are in the room trying to, you know, try, trying to keep people calm and their bedside manners are significantly better than your own. Um, but yeah, but you're, 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 you're there to help in the most blunt way possible. Um, but you're able to heal people. And the older man that you healed with, that you would have healed with a fourth level looks up at you. Thank you. And he'll just kind of like, he'll look over at the woman, nod his head slightly, and put his hand on her hand. And uh, he'll seem to like fall back, not fall backwards, but lay backwards into his bedroll and fall asleep. Um, But you're able to heal a good amount of people. Uh, It's definitely, definitely helpful, Um, specifically with the resources and the people that are there. you get the sense that there's maybe three or four clerics total that are helping these people. Oh, okay. And even and eventually the the woman, the gray skinned woman, will walk over and she'll just kind of look. Well, that thank you very much. That's uh really really nice of you. Um, what was your name, friend? This one is known as Vaten. Vaten, pleasure to meet you. My name is Sheila. Good to meet you. Uh, I'm a Cleric of the Peacebringer, um, and she'll, like, look over, and I see you've 
determine that some of them have unfortunately passed away. Um, we will take care of their last rites, and I appreciate your help. You should get some rest. Of course. And she'll she'll walk in and start dealing with the last rites of those that have passed away, and it's sad. I mean, it to the to the level of of um, emotions that you're capable of dealing with, because Vaten is a fairly closed off individual. Sometimes you did Most. see you did see a few children that were deceased. Um. And uh, that would be that would be the only thing that even came close. Like, yeah, he, he would like get an eye twitch, and that's about it. You immediately understand that death is a common mm-hmm. is very common right now, and it, it comes to all that gets in its way. Um, and unfortunately, that means the lives of someone who barely even have lived their lives. Uh, but you walk your way out and rejoin anybody that any of your friends that are sleeping. Um, and all of you, unless anybody wants to do anything before you bed down for the night, um, then uh, we will go ahead and fast forward to the next day and all of you can have your long rest. Except for Ori right now. There's one thing I'd like to do. Okay. Um, who has the stone to the Our Lady in red? I believe oh. Leon has it or had yeah. it. Leon had it. You know, if you'd like to uh, ask Rosalor about it, I'm sure he'd be. I mean, that would be your best bet, given that Leon is currently not able to speak. <laughs> Yes, uh, um, Master Leon was holding a stone that allowed us to speak with somebody who may be of assistance. Um, I can check his... I call her the Lady in Red. Oh, yes, he told me about that one. That's the, um, that's the dragon, the the dragon girl up in Arun, correct? Indeed. Uh, Yes. As Zane pops ob- his head in. <laughs> Can you obtain that for us so we may be able to communicate with her I can, as she may be of assistance? I can check his personal belongings and go check his office. Um, let me give, me... give me some time and he'll wander off. Um, eventually, it'll take him about an hour to find what, you're, what he's looking for. Yeah, about an hour. Um, and... Uh, Kind of looks her and he walks in, and in in the hand is a familiar sending stone that Zane once created, and he'll kind of like hand it over to you. Um, this was in his office, uh, and he had it in a drawer, um, but he didn't seem like it'd been used in a while. But here you are. That's that's fine. We will we will use it to the best of the ability for the community that we can. I appreciate it. I am going to go find a bed to sleep in. You have a good night. And he'll Master Zane. stand up and walk yes. away. Um, 
I'm going to return this to you. You seem to be the best one that had a relationship. I, I am the one who made it. Drastically checks notes to remember her name. Uh, Edna. Thank you. Yeah, I just found it. All right. I'm thinking she may be of assistance in this whole endeavor. Well, I don't know how much she would know. She's kind of a stuck to where she is, you know. Is she stuck, or does she just not want to? She's cursed, my guy. She cannot leave the oh. cave. <laughs> Something tells me that she could come out if she really wanted to. I mean, she tried with us when we left. Coming out is something that takes courage. You would know. <laughs> so would your uncle. Uh, not my uncle? You mean Elka's? Uh, yes, you <laughs> Yes. My friend? Your friend, your <laughs> father, your sister, sister your mother. mother, your dog. Boom, boom. Oh, I'm going to stop right now. So are you going to use the stone and contact Edna? I can see what's up. Okay. And what do you, what do you say? Remember, this is only a one-time use per day. I know. You have 25 words. <laughs> Uh, Edna, I hope all is well. Hope um, you wouldn't happen to know anything about other dragons, would you? Mention the color. Okay. Blue. That's 20, it's 22. Need help. She'll get, she'll understand from that. It takes about 15. She's a young girl. It takes about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, she's very old. But she has the mind of a young girl. It it takes about 15 minutes uh, for there to be any response. And then all you hear back is Zane, is that you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I have so much to say. We haven't said it. We've talked to each other in a while. I, I really don't know. Uh, Dragons, I... um. Ah, this was buried under under some gold. Um, you should come see me. That would be, and that's all you hear. Damn it! I think she has OCD. Or wait, no, autism. ADHD. ADHD. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. ADHD is just diet autism, right? Squirrel. <laughs> that's that's what TikTok told me. Well, I mean, I've a lot of people have both anyway. Yeah, fair enough. We're all just a little narrow spicy. Just a little, yeah. <laughs> narrow spicy. I like that. Anyways, all do all of you I, after hearing I did forget one, one thing. What's up? Um that I wanted to do. Um I wanted to look for a jar of some kind. Um and I would like to look for spiders around the place. I uh, roll uh, roll an investigation check. Hey. There you go. At least someone's rolling okay tonight. 
<laughs> yeah, it takes you some time. Um, a jar is easy to find, given that use for preserving foods and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Takes you some time to find a spider. Actually, two two jars if I could. Yeah, easy enough. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and then I'm also looking for any centipedes if I happen to stumble upon them. Centipedes or spiders? You said two things. Exactly. I'm I'm looking for both. Gotcha. Centipedes, no, um, not okay. not in the subterranean, essentially dungeon. Um, I'm guessing I won't find wasps or scorpions down here either, so I'm too, okay with that. Too wet of a climate for 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 scorpions, uh, but yeah. you do find a spider, uh, a what looks to be a smaller orb weaver that's just kind of in the corner, uh, making a, making a web. But you're able to easily g- capture that thing um, and uh, put it into a jar. But it is a uh, yeah, you caught a spider. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking for three of them if I can find them. If not, I will be okay with one. With an with with the twenty, and given the proximity of how small this area is down here, is it's I mean it's a it's a fairly large base of operations, but it's still a subterranean area. That one spider with a twenty is really all. Even after searching around every corner and everything, that's really all the the only one you can find for right now. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. Well, with all that, Vaten running around healing, then running around trying to find a spider in jars, and uh, all of you do bed down for a long rest, and you wake up in the morning, and it's very quiet down here. Um, you hear snoring, you hear... You know, uh, footsteps, the occasional chatter. Um, but the day is yours. Uh, you have things to discuss. You have people to talk to and potentially dragons to fight. So what do you what do you guys want to do? Um, um, I'm going to deliver the arm I made for the king first. Okay. Before um, anything. So you just go up and knock on the door? Yep. You knock on the door and immediately it's you see the door just open by itself. And you uh, see the queen uh, look in. She just smiles at you, and you see her hand kind of bring the door a little bit more open. Um, uh, can I help you? Yes, I am here to deliver uh, peace for the king. He's still sleeping. Um, it's all right. I can just do my thing while he's asleep. <laughs> That's what she said. I'm gonna fucking punch the face. No, I'm just gonna... The peace bringer will smite him, and you see a light lightning bolt smack down through the <laughs> through the building hit, oh! and hit that hit Thaddeus straight on top of the forehead. Thaddeus takes oh. 85 damage. No, I'm um, rolling if, characters. If if you uh, if you could do it without waking them up, it's perfectly fine. I can. I just need you to remove the bandages from the stub. He's. She'll smile and smirk a little bit, and uh, she will use a mage hand to gently, how gently? We'll figure it out. Very gently. She just rolled 19 on dexterity check. Uh, unwrap the bandages with her, with her mage hand, and she'll just grab them and drag them. 
Um, let me make sure it's not infected, and she'll, like, walk over, and you'll see her cast a spell that you've seen Vaten cast a few times, and you'd recognize that as a lesser, lesser restoration uh, in the general area. And, uh, and then she'll, you'll also see another familiar spell, and it'd be another Cure Wounds um, on him. And uh, she'll look at him, and he'll start to wrestle, and she'll be like, shit, and she'll cast another spell. You don't recognize this one, but you'll see him start to wrestle, and then he'll just go, and lay backwards, and be very asleep. Um, Good. Uh, but she will then gesture over to you, and she'll like use her mage hand to like pull up the sleeve of his robe. Go ahead. All right. We don't need. I'm to... going to. We don't need to whisper anymore. He's going to be asleep for a while. I'm going to attach the prosthetic arm. Okay. Uh, make a dexterity check with advantage because you've done it before. That's not bad. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. It's serviceable. You're able to you're able to attach it to him in a fairly quick manner. Um, the queen looks at you. It's very well made. Uh, he mentioned he'd pay you. Um, I don't know how. He did. I don't know how the fool will pay you. He doesn't have any money here. Um, let me figure something out, and she'll walk over, and uh, she'll she'll like you'll see her like pull up a uh, looks to be a gem in her hand. Uh, for and she'll like speak into it. Rosalor, uh, you're needed in our chambers. Can you come here, please? And you won't hear anything back. Um, but you'll hear the quick footsteps of Rosalor running towards the chamber. And uh, he'll just, like, step in. Y yes, my lady. Yeah, yeah. Can you make sure that... Uh, can you use that fancy magic you have to um, grab some gold for this fine young man? Um... Yes, uh, I assume you want me to use my my uh, my hidden chest spell. Yes, that be the one. That's the only one that can that can hold gold. Am I right? Yes, and you'll see him make some arcane gestures in the air, and you'll see what looks like a incorporeal chest open up, floating in the air, and he'll reach down into it and. How much were you thinking of paying, Mr. Rona? Uh, it's really almost not necessary, but uh, like 200 gold would be fine. And she'll she'll look and she'll wink at Rosalor and he'll pull out. He'll like, you'll see him like fiddling with stuff inside this chest and he'll pull out a bag and hand it to you. That should do. He'll drop it in Thanks, your hand. Sir. You take a glance at the bag. It's probably about 400 gold. Okay. You can spend time to you can spend time to count it, but you just glance at it knowing it'd be rude to sit there and count each individual coin as in front of the person who just paid you and Is that everything, Mr. Rona? That's perfectly fine. Yep. We're good. Good day. I look forward to hearing your answer. And she'll kind of lean back in bed and kind of shoo Rosalor out. 
and he'll walk, and the door will shut behind you. As the days move on, or as not the days, as the day moves on, um, you all will hear, what the fuck? And you'll see Ori come stumbling down from soaking wet um, with water. You look at him, and you can see that his axe and his glaive are scarlet red, covered. And uh, Ori will walk up uh, to all of you and be like, Hey. You good, bud? Uh, I just needed to deal with some um, urges. Looks like Can I it. tell what kind of blood that is? Make a perception check. Actually, nature check. Nature? Okay. Nature. Holy sh oh. shit! <laughs> it's dragon blood. Okay. <laughs> you, you look at it. Oh, he just went berserk. Gotcha. Fair. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Don't we get money for that? Well, you do. Yes, I, I kind of we do impulsively threw them in the lava. Um, well, we still get money for it. I don't know. I just think those uh, those three dragons out front. They uh, kind of pissed me off. So, did anybody see you do it? Uh, I don't know. I'm fucking tired, and he's just gonna like walk. You you look at him, he's beat to shit. <laughs> he oh, sure he is hurt, um, and he's just gonna well, like. I'll... I'm going to because bed. I needed to do it anyway. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and cast Good Berry and hand him a Good Berry for a whole one HP of healing. Um, uh... But more importantly, so give one to everybody in the party such that we are not costing these people any sort of food ration or anything like that. Understood. Or we will kind of give you a half-ass thumbs up, look at Alara, smile, pop the berry in his mouth, and then go, and you immediately start hearing rumbling of snores coming from the room he walked in. Um, oh, yeah. Make a perception check for me, Vatan. Just... I'm curious. You've been rolling so why? Holy shit. Uh, 17's still pretty good. Uh, as you walk in, you notice there's blood on him as he's sitting, as he was... Uh, uh, there's blood on his weapons, but there wasn't blood on his fur. You get the sense because he swam down through a water pool to get down here. Uh, the blood that... Any blood that was on his fur, fair, get washed off. But as he's walking away, you notice blood gashes on his back and burn marks. Sure. And he's uh has his own blood starting to come out of him. But he uh he pops the berry in his mouth and you start to see just a little bit of that blood start to go away. Uh but yep. he and he walks and goes to sleep. Um But anyways, the day goes on. Uh there if all of you are 
I mean, I, there's still some discussions that need to be had. There's other things that need to be done. Other than the discussions, is there anything else anybody wants to do down here? Um, I'm going to ask everybody else if we're staying for another day and then dump a bunch of magic into supplies and healing. I'm fine with that. I too am fine with staying one more day. You look this at one me. has no opinion. This one just wants to know before we leave, so this one does not waste any. You look at Ander, and he kind of nor spells. He he kind of like throws a thumbs up. We're kind of here until uh, the Lily gets repaired, anyways. So good to know. Until I hear back from Alex, we're well. We don't have to be here, but we can. We still should use our resources to do the best we can to help them protect themselves. Do what you want to do. I'm I'm here if muscles needed, and he's going to, like, thumbs up and lay back in the bed he's sleeping in. We also should probably come up with a game plan for finding this jewel. And you'll hear indeed. You'll hear Ander. The ship's the, the ship's yours if you want it. I don't know if he'll be able to fly in time. Are you a captain? Of course. I'm the captain. Yes, that's. Do we know if well, there you... what the estimated time for repairs will be? Uh, it depends on how long they had to go. I don't know. Um. All I know is that the ship was, when I looked at it, the ship was at probably 50% in working order. Um, if I'm basing it off of repairs that I've had in the past, depends on how far away it is and who's doing the repairs. It could be a couple of days. It could be a couple of weeks. Um, I really don't know what cities are destroyed or what towns are destroyed around here that have the ability to you know, host a skyship for repairs. It's not exactly a very um, uh, well-traveled hobby in the world. Unless you're in Ebrax, I suppose. Well, they're they're an example, or they're they're an exception, I guess, of what the world could be like if we decided to use the sky to our advantage. But for some reason. Maybe it's lack of technology. Maybe it's lack of willingness. Not a lot of cities or and towns have skyports. It's kind of frustrating. Indeed. But I'll I can check in with Alex and see what city, see what town or city they stopped in, and hopefully we'll be able to get out of here via my ship. If not, we're gonna have to find a way out ourselves. If it's, I mean, I, I don't see us staying down here for weeks. Do you? I don't think they have supplies for us to stay here for weeks. It also sounded kind of urgent to me. I mean, I, I hardly know this Leon guy, but I do know Rosselor, and uh, he's, if, if anything, is uh, uh, just gauging from that conversation yesterday, they probably want us to make our decisions pretty quickly. Well, I think we're all decided on doing the thing. Oh, want to do the thing? The jewel thing? All right. Um, yep. 
I suppose our other option is we could fight our way out of the city and procure a, a wagon or some sort of ground travel to a very least, because we're going to have to, we're going to be going, if it's, if we're going to the Rania Trench, can't fly a skyship down into that. It's true. We could fly at least towards it, though. We could. Uh, it would save us time because these people seem short on it. Yeah, um, I, I mean, we, I, I can rush repairs to the best of my ability, and even if it's not fully repaired, if, if we're not trying to make a landing inside the trench, um, you know, maybe I'd be able to, maybe we'd be able to fly at half speed, at the very least, to get to, like, Anarik or maybe one of the southern port towns. I doubt Mammoth is going to be able to host us. They're kind of bunch of squares um elvin should be close enough to get us where we need to go yeah monmouth is full of a bunch of elvish pricks anyways no offense to you thaddeus um just none taken they're bitch. they're a scholar city and they are fueled with uh bravado and uh a superiority complex that could Rivalry Braxes. So, speaking of which, never mind. Don't even get me started, boy. <sighs> but that's fine. I'll check in with Alex today, and hopefully, at the very least, they can repair the crystals. If they can repair the crystals, the ship can fly. If the deck has a hole in it for a while, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. If someone falls through. Um, my only concern is we would have to travel across that bridge or, uh, wait, no, wait, Anorak's on the other side of the bridge. Uh, we will have to go over the bridge in the skyship. And that's a big no-no. Um, at least... What's wrong with the bridge? Uh, there's... Uh, I don't... Every time I've flown over the bridge, I've gotten shot at. What? Don't know. <laughs> Don't know who controls the bridge. Don't know. Uh, don't know if it's one of the king's people. Don't know if it's a band of pirates. Who knows? Every time I've flown over, going from, uh, going from like oh, jeez, Ebrax down to say the Razor Shell Islands, like that area. Uh, I have to pass over the bridge, and every single time I've had harpoons and bolts. Like giant ballista bolts shot at my ship, so may have to avoid that. And Anorik's not exactly the nicest city to anybody. Kind of a frontier city, but it's if it's where we have to land, it's where we have to land. But that is up to you guys. I'll do what we gotta, because this looks like this looks like a job. Done being done for the greater good, and I'm not used to doing that type of work. Well, neither are we, but you know, sometimes it is thrust upon you. It's never thrust upon you. Almost never. In situations like these, it is. Okay. Well, you're lucky I like you guys. Lucky? Yes, you'd be trapped here with that airship if, you, if I didn't like you. Oh. We'd well, be fighting our way out if it wasn't. 
We so. Never mind. I'll just shut my mouth. You guys do what you got to do. Um, we may need help, don't you think? I mean, we have the library's resources, but muscle. I mean, is there anybody you know of other than that shrimpy that you once knew, uh, Aiko? Is there anybody else you guys know that could help us in this quest? Well, it depends how much help you think we need. We're traveling into one of the... Uh, they said the Caves of Rania, right? Like the Rania Trench? That place? Yeah. I don't... I'd always call my brother. I could make a really stupid decision on my part. How so? Um... Well, I could die. What? Now hear me out. It seems crazy, but it would get back up here. Of the stronger variety. Yeah, but you'd be dead. I could potentially be revived. All right, so let me get this straight. Just, he's like, he's like kind of like confused. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You want to die? It would summon, uh, it would summon a friend. Well, not so much friend, uh, ch creation of mine. So, right. So you, you made that, you made a, a, a automaton? Yes. Okay. It activates when I die. Okay. And you want to bet the chances of a revival <sighs> spell bringing you back? I've had worse ideas in my life, to be fair. I think this is a bad idea. I mean, this one agrees. I mean, I'll kill you if you want me to. I'm not wishing for death, but. I mean, if we're. If we're, we're I mean, I feel out. like one of us should be the. You know, to, to do it right. I'm with bunny ears there. Excuse you. <laughs> Pretty rude. <laughs> Just being honest. Have a name. I'm sorry, Elka. Just say, you guys have known each other for like a couple months now. Like, <laughs> Even I know her name. Anyways. I don't know much about that trench. All I know is that every single time I've been there, which has been very few times, I've almost walked out dead. And who did you call upon not to walk out dead? Myself. My crew. There's a lot of treasure in that trench. And, uh, and where's your crew? Getting, ship, getting the ship repaired. Indeed. Well, maybe they should change their perspectives. If you are asking me to put my crew's life in danger for the greater good, they'd laugh at you. Okay, how fast could your brother get here? I don't know. I, I honestly don't have a good way of contacting him or my uncle. Do you have any way of reaching Archer? Not a good way. Beyond going to Arun. 
You usually, if I want to, usually if I want to contact Archer, he contacts me first. Wait, whoa, 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 Arun, time out. Time. I know this is where I picked you guys up from. You want to go back to that hellscape? No, we do not. No. We have people there. We want come here and help us. Well, how? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, no one knows where Arun is right now. I mean, we've been In the there sky. somewhat recently. We yes, have ways it... of communicating with them. Right. No, we don't. But well, I mean, we... One person there, at least, though she's not readily available outside of a cave. He kind of, like, looks at you again. I don't know what you guys got yourself into before you met me. Um, a lot. Clearly. Uh... But there's one problem with Arun, is that no one ever knows where it is because it's always flying through the sky. And sometimes it disappears for years. We could always go touch the tree. So, the what? I mean, it's how we got there in the first place. I don't know if it's still enchanted since, you know, killed the guy that enchanted it assume, but... We would have to get out of that godforsaken cave again. But at least we know where we're going. Edna did seem to want to talk to us and see us. It would be nice to see her again. I would say to all of you that you do what you want, but just know that my ship will not be going to Arun, because the last time I tried last time I went to Arun, my ship nearly got destroyed. We just need you to take us back to that village that I forgot the name of that we were at before. Oh, Keister? Yeah, that place. Oh, yeah, I mean, it would be nice to... suppose it'd be nice... If it's still around, I mean, you saw those towns around here. Yeah, it feels like we did a whole lot of nothing for them at this point. They have their kids back, but there are no adults really to take care of them, but... Well, kids are back, but also, there's a bunch of dragons destroying everything, you know? Right. I doubt they had much better luck on that uh, surviving a dragon attack without the adults, you know? We'd also have to well, go back into the Black Run Forest. And that is a no-fly zone for me, ever again. I think we just need to determine if there's any assets available there. Well, we could talk to Alan. Oh yeah, he that uh, help. that Furbolg fellow you guys that was with you. I mean, by all means, if you want to, if you want to stop by Keister, I suppose I'll do it. But it, it's worth a shot. Alan might be able to help us, and he's relatively should be available. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst plan, and it might be the only one we got. He was a. If I remember correctly, he was a healer, wasn't he? Uh, I wouldn't say healer's a loose term. He could heal. Uh, he could also <laughs> deal a lot of damage. <laughs> right. My problem is... So even if we find this Alan fella, we have to wander back into the Blackrun Forest... 
which is not that big of a deal, but place creeps me the fuck out. Um, and then who else is there? I mean, like, where the fuck did Aiko go? I mean, Aiko would also be in Keister. Would he? He lives there. Or around there. We don't know where Aiko went. I mean, I liked I liked Aiko, but let's be honest, we just he disappeared. Okay, listen, I'll go where you need me to go, but keep in mind that chances are you're it's gonna you're gonna be doing it on a half fixed ship. I mean, Keister's not that long of a journey by ship. No, from I'm here sure we could manage. From here, it's a two-day trip, so it's not that big of a deal at all. Even traveling fairly slow. My problem is, is that the Black Run Forest and honestly, the just the Haverlow Mountain Range in general is filled with creepy shit. Oh, we are aware. We've dealt with it before. Listen, I'm more than willing to run right into the teeth of bullshit with you guys. But there's some limits that I put on myself. And all I'm saying is, if you want to draw, stop in Kaiser and go find this Alan guy, maybe find Aiko and check in there, I have no problem doing that. But I am not going into that city, that town. That's fine. So it'll be a hot drop. <laughs> we'll manage. Okay. Well, that's what you want to do. We can go do it. Um, so I guess we have our decision. We're going to hear what they have to or hear what that, uh, what Rosalor has to say. Any, any knowledge he can find and muster from the library about where to find this thing. And once we figure out general area we go find people that can help us in our endeavors and then we go try to find a gem that people think didn't even exist just want to yep, seems likely just just want to want to confirm what we're doing here i mean it doesn't seem like the worst idea Lara said she's met a god Yeah. Yeah, you guys are starting to question what I got myself into when I accepted that job to pick you up on our own. Um, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. We're going to do this. We'll do this. Greater good. Ha ha. Fuck us. Just remember, I'm the greatest good you're ever going to get. He'll just raise an eyebrow at you. Uh, you can talk to the king and accept the job all you want. We're going to be here until they in, until uh, the ship can be here, or we can... If we want to try to sneak out past dragons, I mean, clearly the big fucking guy, Ori, clearly he's all about killing dragons, because that's what he did. Very clearly. I'm kind of jealous. I want to go kill dragons. Go for it. You know, I may, I may go do that. Blow off some steam. Help... Help the populace out. Maybe a cup. Maybe make some gold while I'm at it. 
And he's gonna, like, stand up and, and walk towards the stairs. And disappear. So, all of you have figured out what you want to do. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do before you uh, reconvene with the king? Nope. Okay. So, you uh, catch up with Rosalor, and Rosalor has since walked out and guides all of you back to the room. Knocks on the door. The door opens quietly, and you do see uh, King Xavier sitting there up in his bed, testing out his new prosthetic, looking at his arm, moving his fingers. Puts it, says it up. Oh, I see you're back already. Mr. Rona, this is excellent work. Thank you. I hope my wife paid you well. She did. Good. By the way, it's 425 gold pieces in total. Okay. After you, I assume you took the time to count. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, well, it, I can grip a sword. I can move the fingers as if it were real. have no feeling in it, obviously, but... It works really well. Where were you from again? I can only assume. Uh, Ebrax. That makes perfect sense. Whoa. Actually, I just got curious word from them this morning via a sending spell. Um, I had heard that, uh, heard from them, and I don't know if you're aware, uh, Ebrax was assaulted by a, uh, what seemed to be a vampire of some sort? Uh, yeah, we were there. Oh, well then you're caught up. Um, yeah, that's concerning. We have our own issues. Um, but I told uh, the member that contacted me of the council that uh, I would, uh, as soon as the city was not in disarray, we would send an emissary there to speak about what to do next since we are allied and whatnot. Um, this prosthetic is amazing, actually. Might be able to go kill a few dragons myself. Is Take it, it easy on yourself first. Is it fireproof? Uh, <laughs> it's like a regular limb, so I wouldn't count on it. Well, if it's like a regular limb, then nothing to fear. Well... I'm not, I'm not fighting a great worm anymore, so definitely nothing to fear. And he'll kind of smile and still look a little weak uh, and meek. Uh, well, apologize. Uh, have you decided on what you'll do? Uh, yes, we're looking for Roslor to get some info on where to find the gem. Very well. I'm happy that you're willing to take on such a what seems to be hopeless task. Um, well, in this case, the full might of whatever knowledge is held within this library is yours to search, uh, yours to sift through. Um, 
Rosalor guide them through and help them find anything you can muster about these Cordaeorums and where to find them. Um, I mean, the only one I may know, the only fort, dwarven keep, dwarven fort that I know of is Arandur, but there's certainly more hidden throughout the world, probably. Dwarves are hardy people, and uh, they don't ra they rarely come out of their mountains. So, uh, relationships have been strained with them as of late. So, any diplomatic favors I have with them have certainly dried up. So please do your best, and uh, if you find yourself in a perilous mission that has no end to it, it's okay to turn around and come back. I will, um, I will have someone draft up a official decree of sorts, uh, coming straight for me that will gain you passage into Anarik. Uh, they'll also gain you passage into the trench, if need be. There's a massive toll you must pay in order to enter. But this paperwork should get you into the trench, no problem. Um, but do take your time. Um, obviously, the library isn't going anywhere. At least, I hope not. Um, and stay as long as you need. Do be careful, though, if you do wander into that library... Everything Roslor has told me, it is an interesting place. Yeah, we might pick up some help on the way first. By all means. Um, if you trust them and you feel that they can help you in the and aid you in this journey, send them my way and I will be sure to reward them just as much as you are being rewarded. Well, on behalf of all the citizens of what's left of Artemis, and uh, for what it's worth, uh, the throne that no longer exists, but the throne of Sylvania, I thank you, and um, I look forward to Seeing what you find. Very well. If you have any need of anything, any questions for me, feel free to ask. Um, whether that be protection throughout the city, if you feel as though you need to wander, I could send a few paladins with you. Um, not many, but they'd be willing to help you, and it might actually help s cut down a few dragons here and there um, if you do decide to wander out of the dome. A good day. And he'll kind of sit back in his chair and start having a quiet conversation with uh, with his wife. Rosler will kind of like look at all of you. Do we want to get started now? Indeed. Very well. And as all of you wander your way, 
back towards the stairs. You peek in. Ori is dead asleep. He is not even on the bed. His back is against the bed, and his head is laying backwards, uh, flat against the bed. And uh, he is snoring, sleeping. Um, you can wake the sleeping bowl if you feel like it. We'll fill him in later. All right. Well, you'll make your way out into the main library. In front of you is a vast expanse of books and different themed rooms. Uh, you see books flying through the air magically. Um, you look around and this place is a wonder to see. And as you look into this library, uh, hoping to find the next clue on your adventure, that's where we will end tonight's session. Because it is getting late. And uh, hopefully... Um, hopefully we'll be able to get into some more lore-based stuff and uh, some more, uh, depending on the roles, <laughs> um, some information that you guys can find eventually and uh, hopefully we'll be able to go do some cool shit. I think, you know. Yeehaw. Thanks for playing. I'll be right back. Thank you. Anyways, guys, thank you for watching. Um, I appreciate all of you hanging out. I know it's been a kind of a more of an RP heavy session, but we will hopefully be getting into some more action. Uh, whether that be people wandering out into the uh, wandering out into the city to fight some dragons, or that's them going back to the Black Run Forests where this all started and. Uh, Maybe I'm getting into some shit there. Anyways, I appreciate all of you watching, and I will uh, catch you guys next Sunday. Um, I do have to say, coming up, uh, I believe it is... It will be the last... Uh, yeah, it will be the last weekend in May, and going into the first weekend of June... Uh, we may not be ha we will not be having a session on May twenty eighth, and we will we may be having a session on June fourth, but the next week after that. But I need to double check and make sure that my schedule is uh, all good to go. I'm going to be not home for that. I'm going up north to Wisconsin for a wedding, so we'll uh, we'll see where that takes us. But anyways. Thanks for hanging out as always and I will uh, I'll catch you guys next Sunday. Peace out. Bye.